You're listening to episode 155 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and if you're listening to this, you're probably a maverick like me. How convenient because I literally made the show just for you. I'm a business scaling strategist that's been in the game for almost a decade now, and I'm weirdly passionate about helping impact-driven entrepreneurs, business owners, brands, and go-getters scale their businesses and their lives. Imagine taking your impact, your income, and your freedom of time to the levels that you can only dream about. Making your mission known to the world and mastering your business strategy so you don't have to keep on trading dollars for hours. I built two two comma businesses doing what I love, what I believe in, and a lot of that has to do with teaching you how to do the same. We drill down on strategy, but we know that it takes more than just business tactics to live the life that you envision. So we go deep on health optimization, mindset, leadership, relationships, and just being that scaled up version of you who is primed and ready to step into your purpose and peak performance. Some days I record this bad Larry from my closet to escape my three littles, and some days I'm down at my barn office on our 12-acre farm. So do me a favor, grab your notebook and a pen and your favorite bevy, and let's get to the show. Let me ask you, do you have a plan in place, like a solid plan to make sure that the next year of your life is different than this year, like better than this past year? Because the mistake I'm seeing kind of on repeat over the years that entrepreneurs are making is that they assume more time under their belt and some lofty dreams and hard work, that's going to be enough. And then they get disappointed and they wonder why nothing is changing with time. Do you have the mentorship lined up, the community of ambitious, well-connected entrepreneurs who are going to support you and push you and put you in contact with the right people to help you elevate your business more quickly? And do you have the business strategy? And the person that's going to pull the best version out of you in that process. It was on my heart during all the chaos of this last year to price our Maverick Mastermind at half off, much to my team's dismay, literally thousands and thousands of dollars off. So to make it more attainable to entrepreneurs who are in the heart of COVID and craziness, who wanted access to a way to elevate and build more profitability. And they were ready for massive change in their business. They wanted to see the bottom line grow and they wanted to change as leaders. That's only going on for another month. The Maverick Mastermind is for you if you are an entrepreneur who's already up and running, but you're ready for that next level in all categories. If you're called to more, but you need the clarity and the strategy to make it happen. So head on over to elizabethhartke.com forward slash maverick and apply. We do cap entry, so make sure you do it quick and know that this is a very limited time offer before we go up to our regular pricing, which is still a great price for the program, but why not save quite a bit of money going into 2021? So go to elizabethhartke.com forward slash maverick, and hopefully we'll see you in there. If you've been following along for a while, you likely have seen me talk about health a lot. And you've seen me share about my own health struggles and the things that I do to improve and optimize my health along the way. That's something that I've become incredibly passionate about. Even in the space of entrepreneurship, it is incredibly relevant to honor the vessel through which you're building your business. And you've likely seen it, especially over the last two years. This podcast was birthed right around the time that I also birthed my third child and, you know, started kind of learning more about what was going on with my health. So for two years now, I've battled 
adrenal crashes, food sensitivities, um, debilitating exhaustion, which I'll explain a little bit more about. I'm not talking about fatigue. I'm talking about uh, full body exhaustion, like where my body actually can't do certain things. Anxiety, which is not something that I had a lot throughout my life, joint pain, insomnia, headaches, weight gain, um, memory loss, brain fog, you name it, it's been there. And I will say it's been tough having um, all these symptoms that other people can't see because it makes you feel like you're just a complainer or you're just struggling with things quietly behind the scenes, but no one else can see it in you. So throughout that experience of having all those symptoms, I've done what I always do, which is research and stay the course. I've worked with conventional and naturopathic doctors, uh, functional medicine doctors, in addition to chiropractors, acupuncturists, um, NRT specialists, nutritionists, to continue to find answers. Because I know that the only one that is ultimately going to heal me is me. I'm not looking for a magic pill. I'm looking to continue to unearth the right path for me in my healing journey. So never once have I given up on this path, but many times I've wanted to. And this past week, I've gotten what I've been praying for, which is answers. And I immediately knew I had to share this journey with you all because you need to know you're not alone in your own pursuits of health. And I want to emphasize, like truly emphasize the vital nature of ferociously advocating for investing in and fighting for your health. So today is part one of a multiple part series to share about a very long health journey that will continue to be long for me based on the answers I've recently received. But with so many gifts, blessings, learnings, and hardships and struggles, and a lot of perspective and wisdom along the way. And it's very much in alignment with what we teach here. Because Without a willingness to do the hard work to get the results you desire, whether it be in your health or in your business or in something else, you're going to forever be out of alignment. And our bodies are that vessel to our purpose. And this is my personal journey, and I'm sharing it as an ongoing story that's continuing to unfold. There's no destination that, you know, end destination, except for when we die, right? When it comes to our health journey. I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you what to do. On the contrary, I'm actually telling you to figure out for yourself what you need to do for you. We are all such a unique fingerprint in health. There is no one size fits all. I'm not telling you, you know, I took these supplements, so you should take these supplements. And I'm going to ask for for kindness and open-mindedness, even if you wouldn't approach things the way that I am. Know that I've studied, I've researched, I've consulted, I've prayed, and I'm incredibly confident in my path because I've learned to tap into what's right for me. And I've been told that, you know, without a degree in medicine, I should, quote, leave it up to the experts. And in my opinion, that's a recipe for a lifetime of illness because no one expert is going to know your body better than you. I know my body better than anyone. And although I rely heavily on experts, I respect them, I trust them, and I know how to seek out the right ones for me. I don't want to let anyone tell me and you shouldn't let anyone tell you that a degree stands between you and your ability to learn and advocate for yourself. You can read, you can listen to what your body's saying, you can take from different sources and places. And unfortunately, our culture and our world tells you in this part of the world, oh no, take this pill. Oh no, this is one size fits all. Oh, if you're not an expert, shut your mouth. You're not, you know, you're not, you don't have the credibility to speak for yourself. And that's BS. Um, And I'll tell you more about that today. So as I kind of mentioned in the intro, for the last two years, I've experienced those adrenal crashes, 
uh, mega sensitivities to food, like where if I ate anything before noon, I would crash so hard I couldn't function. I had to go lay down. Uh, debilitating exhaustion, this anxiety creeping up in me at multiple times throughout the day and at night, which led to insomnia, and I had joint pain, headaches, uh, this layer of puff on my body. Like, my body is like clockwork. So this is my third child. And always at the seven-month mark, for whatever reason, I breastfed, you know, to a year at least, uh, with each kid, but for each one around that seven month mark, I was able to finally, like my body would start to lose the the weight I was holding on to for breastfeeding. Not this time. And as someone who's honored health as a top priority for nearly a decade, it's been really frustrating to see like, man, I feel like I'm doing all the right things, but I'm not getting to where I want to go. And this is just such a valuable lesson for me and for anyone listening in that like when we play that card, well, I've tried everything. That's what opens the door to victimhood. That's what opens the door to us starting to lean into the side of ourselves that says, oh, well, I've tried everything. It's not working for me. So now I can just be average. Now I can just live in mediocrity. Now I can just blame something else or someone else for why I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing and not have to do the hard work to continue to pursue the greatness or the optimization that I'm seeking in any category of life. And that is not ever going to help you tap into your purpose or get you to where you want to be. And there will always be this piece of you that feels unfulfilled in that process. So it might mean you have to work 10 times harder, a thousand times harder than other people to get to where you want to go tough shit. That, those are your cards. And for me, these are my cards. And I could say, I've tried everything. I'm done. I'm going to try the magic pill that like my conventional doctor recommends, but that's not me. And I'm not advocating you know, or saying medication is bad. I'm just saying, I'm not looking for a quick fix. I'm not seeking a Band-Aid. I'm seeking, to, I'm seeking the root cause. And I'm trying to grow and optimize through that process. And I'm also willing to accept that who said I'm always going to feel great? Who said that? Why should I set the expectation that I'm always just this ball of energy and I don't have symptoms? My life, my situation says in this phase, this season of my life, I am experiencing these really hard things. And although I might not like it, there will be lessons in it and I can have gratitude in it. And that applies to so much beyond just health alone. So to give you a sense of some of the things that I've done and tried over, you know, the last couple of years and beyond, I was experiencing these symptoms and I'd follow my go-to strategies. The scale wouldn't budge. I'd forever have this puffer inflammation on my body. I would, you know, go to these, um, the, my tool belt of both people and experts and strategies that I knew have worked in the past for me, but it wasn't moving the needle in many of the categories of my life that I wanted to see the needle move, like my energy, for example. We eat organic. We even grow our own food. We've tested our water. We have the proper filtration systems. I, I hydrate like none other and don't drink anything aside from high-quality water. We don't have processed food in our home, and we almost never eat out. And When we do eat out, we make good decisions. I went years without alcohol. We uh, installed a near-infrared sauna to detox our system, which if you're on the market for a sauna, a near-infrared is by far the most powerful um, in terms of healing and detoxing compared to any other sauna. I take detoxing baths on the reg. I prioritize sleep as much as a mother of three young kids can prioritize sleep. I exercise. I meditate. 
I do deep breathing exercises. I do dry brushing to uh, flesh out my uh, lymphatic system. We invest tens of thousands of dollars a year, tens of thousands of dollars a year on each of us individually within our family, in our health, with the right personalized supplementation. We're seeing an NRT specialist, a chiropractor, an acupuncturist, a naturopath, a functional medicine doctor, and I wouldn't trade any of that. That is our team of people helping us find true health, not just the absence of disease, but true health. And I will continue to prioritize that for me and my family. Um, I do grounding, go outside barefoot and ensure that I'm grounding my body. I jump on a trampoline to, again, again, help with my lymphatic system and keep my organs moving. I've had every blood test, hair analysis test, saliva test, urine test, hormone, neurotransmitter test. I've detoxed heavy metals. Um, We've eliminated all unnatural and uh, toxic driven products in our home and that we put on our bodies. I work with hormone specialists. We take plenty of vacations and rest time. I've done the salt tank floats. I've tested for food sensitivities. I've done fasting, intermittent fasting, water fasting. I stopped working out and I've also tried working out harder. I've juiced, I've cleansed, I've done Chinese medicine, and I've done energy work. So that's just kind of giving you the spectrum. And again, I don't regret any of it. I've learned so much and I will continue to use so many of these things. And I think a common misconception is when you do things right, it's everything's going to be all right. Like everything's fine and you're never going to experience any troubles or hardships or heartache. And it's that's just not true. It doesn't apply in a marriage. It's not relevant in parenting. It's not true in business. Stop thinking and stop setting the expectation that I'm doing everything right. Why am I not getting the perfect result? I, I don't regret any of the stuff I've done and I will continue to do it. So in other words, I've done a lot of things. Because although my symptoms have been bad at times and, and worse at other times, all these things have improved my health. And I had someone I love say to me, imagine who is an expert in the medical field. Imagine if, if you hadn't done these things, if you hadn't supported your body, how much worse off you'd be. If you had chosen, well, screw it, I can't lose the weight anyway, I'll just eat terribly. Or if I weren't doing the things to nourish myself when I was so depleted and struggling, how much further down in a hole would I really be? And the reason I'm talking about this today is because even though all of this, through all of this, I've never learned more about myself, about my calling, and had more clarity in my life and my career as I do right now, even in some of the darkest days of in my world. And I want to share whatever perspective I can. I will get to what that root cause has been for me and what the diagnosis has been along the way but um, that I recently received and what I'm planning to do about it. But I just wanted to share that. Like, I am... I'm not in like a fluffy, oh, everything's all good, grateful. I'm like on my knees humbled by how difficult this has been in many ways, but also so grateful that I'm starting to get answers and that I've opened my eyes and my world to learning so much about how the body works because our food system and our medical system in this country is so corrupt and so broken and we have been told so many lies and we... Ha- even our our many not all many of our doctors and dentists and people that we trust don't even know the root causes of things they know how to put band-aids on things they know how to like put up bumper lanes and keep things in control instead of unearthing truth 
And that's, it's frustrating. The more you learn, the more frustrating things become. That's true with anything, but it's also a gift. Hard things are not a reason for stopping. They're part of the process. And I've learned to set that expectation. That too has been a gift for me. They're just, they're reality. They're things that come along with us as we go. Things that can teach us if we let them. Things that force us to blossom even under a lot of pressure. And I think in the beginning of this health journey, I kept telling myself, I just need to I just need more energy. If I can just figure out my energy problem, if I if I can just get rid of this pain, like just like if I can just get rid of this, then I can keep going instead of realizing that like these are my crosses to bear and carry as I go. Stop trying to strip away the things that are hard before you take a step. Take the step, drag it with you and keep fighting to eliminate that burden in your life. But know that there's a lot of wisdom that can come from it if you let it. I'm so, so thankful for all of this because without it, I wouldn't be elevating to who I'm called to be. This was placed in front of me, predetermined. It is there for me to grow from. And unfortunately, we don't always choose to grow from things. But when we make that conscious decision and we set that expectation that it will be hard and, and there will be challenges and there will be seasons that are dark, then we are prepared and we fight knowing that that's just a piece of the process. And this was made for me and I was made for this. And that's a thing that I've had to tell myself over and over. I, I was made for this. I'm, I'm walking through this, even though if I'm walking slower than normal or there's pain in that process. And I know that even if you're not facing the same health battles, I'll share more about today and through the next few weeks. I know that you have your own battles and they're either tanking you or they're propelling you into who you need to become to walk forward with those struggles. Almost exactly two years ago, I gave birth to our third baby, little Evelina. And since then, uh, since about then, right, I I've been struggling with all this stuff health-wise. And it's really easy to chalk it up to childbirth and three kids, five and under, at the time, four and under, running two businesses. But I knew it was something more. There's an intuitive piece of this process of just sitting in stillness and, like, just listening to your gut, and I've spent the last decade learning to and um, just learning to listen to and hear my body after two decades of completely ignoring it. And after I had her, I started getting these hives on my face. So, of course, the doctor, oh, hydrocortisone, slap that on there. Well, I'm not going to do that. I was breastfeeding. So I started trying to figure out how to like detox my system of these hives. And when they went away on my face, I had two permanent hives that were painful and hot and red right above my lymph nodes or on top of my lymph nodes on my upper chest and like right in front of each armpit. Swollen, red, super sensitive and growing each month. Like their their surface area was tiny, you know, like a dime at first. And then it grew into, I don't know, um, 10 quarters, we'll say. <laughs> and I knew my body was trying to detox something because that's one of the jobs of the lymphatic system. And these were hovering right over my lymph nodes. And as time passed, I, I got out of that newborn stage with her and breastfeeding all night and was actually starting to get in good rest. And I couldn't figure out the debilitating exhaustion. I was not just tired. I was bone tired. Like lifting my head off the pillow was a true feat. Like if you've ever had a severe flu or sickness, or I remember when I had mono, I remember having to get up to go to the bathroom and just laying there and not moving my body because I didn't have the physical strength to do it. So for nearly seven months, I spent 
a lot of my time in bed between feedings, time with the kids, working from my laptop in bed. I was just totally zapped. And I tried to give the appearance that I was rallying and I was okay for my family, for my clients, for my children. I still made sure to give all I had to my work so that no one else would suffer from my suffering because I felt that pressure. Like I wanted to stay the course and committed to my people and my mastermind members and my clients. And I just didn't, I didn't want anyone else to be affected by what I was going through, but that meant I had literally nothing left. And one day it really hit me how bad things were. I had mustered up the strength for a shower. That was a, an accomplishment, which totally zapped the energy out of me. And it was cold out. So I wanted to dry my hair. I didn't want to just leave it wet. And when I sat down, because I couldn't stand up to blow dry my hair, when I sat down to blow dry my hair, I went to lift the blow dryer and I couldn't hold it up for more than a second. And I remember resting my elbow on my leg, holding the dryer, trying to do that to like, so I wouldn't have to hold it up. And even without the weight of the dryer, because I was resting my elbow on my leg, I couldn't even, I didn't have the hand strength to hold the dryer. And that was a moment for me where I started to realize, okay, this is, something's not right. I tried both hands, but nothing. I couldn't do it. And a few weeks later, I stopped at a gas station in town after going to the grocery store. And I went to put my credit card in and it asked for my zip code. And then my mind went blank. Not a single number came to mind for that zip code. I had no idea. So I sat there for minutes trying to rack my brain, trying to rack my brain. And I called Michael, my husband, and he didn't pick up. So I was like, I, I don't know what I was doing. I can't pay for this. So after getting in the car to leave without filling up my tank, I couldn't remember how to get home. I was two miles from our house on the main road we drive consistently. I had no idea where I was. So I knew things were getting bad. So that's when I thankfully was introduced to these two godsend women, Megan and, and Dr. Alex. They, it was all by divine providence that I had joined a mastermind for my business and they were in it for theirs. And I learned about hormone testing. Now, I gave you the laundry list of things I've tried and hormone testing was not on it prior to meeting these two women. And I'd done so many things, but it occurred to me that as a woman who had had children, like we are so intricate and so different than how someone would treat a man. And there really isn't just this perfect solution for everybody. It has to be a personalized solution based on what's going on in your body in that moment. So that's when they told me I need to get um, a Dutch test, which a good friend of mine, Jessica, had already told me which I ignored. <laughs> Sorry, Jess. And then I realized, okay, I need to, I need to do this. So they helped me get both um, Dutch test, which is a hormone test that I recommend for all women at all stages of the game, whether you've had kids or not. And I took a neurotransmitter test. So these ladies from Zesty Ginger, that's the, their company, um, they were so, so helpful. I'm going to link them in the show notes because I believe I have a um, a discount code from them for their healthy hormones program. One of the best investments you'll ever make in your life. If you're a woman, you need to do it. So I'd studied so much. I didn't know the, the effects of hormones and neurotransmitter on the body. So I took this Dutch test and neurotransmitter test and the results were so telling. 
from the neurotransmitter test, we could see that my brain was basically like the synapses were not connecting. My brain was not firing. So hence the memory loss and the uh, just so many different things that like couldn't get into my brain. My numbers were so terrible. So they helped me get the right personalized supplementation for that and for my hormones being out of whack. And that was the first time that I finally felt human. It was about a year into this process. My daughter was about a year old at this point. And it was the first time when I started the supplementation that I felt like I could function a little bit. Uh, I It gave me hope and it carried me for months. And I still had bad days, but nothing like before. Before maybe one out of seven days where I could work a little bit. But now I was getting three out of four, you know, three to four days of the week where I had moderate function and I was singing over it. I mean, I did not need to feel great to be pumped. I just needed to function at the most basic level at this point. But I did notice I started to plateau. Like I started to get better, but then I stayed there. And I was wondering, what is going on with me? You know, I thought I had, this was the secret key, like we had figured it out. And I'd go back and forth, toggling between put all your energy into healing and optimization, you're going to get there. And then I'd flip the switch to accept that this is your cross to bear and use it for good. And then one day while I was praying for clarity and guidance, I asked, God to be specific with me. I was like, be just, can you just be blunt? Like, I need some freaking direction. I am struggling. This is a battle. And I, I, you know, even though I'm grateful for all this stuff, it did not mean that I was not humbled in this process. And I had days where I was cursing things or cursing in general and just so defeated and felt like I was failing as a mom and just so many of these different emotions that come with it. And I just said, listen, you got to tell me what to do. And although I don't always hear such clear direction, it usually comes in gentle nudges and ideas and whatever, I heard clear as day, it's your root canal. And it was literally one of the most confusing and strangest responses ever, ever, because what, why my root canal? Like I had had a successful root canal that saved my butt when I was 38 weeks pregnant. So here's the backstory. This is multi-layered, which is why it's going to be a multi-part episode. If you've been following for a while, maybe you remember this. At about 37 weeks pregnant with Abby, my third, <clears throat> I started feeling pain in one of my molars. And I think it's actually a bicuspid, I've learned, not technically a molar. And each day that pain would come and go, kind of like waves of pain, but then it would fade and I'd be fine. And I was able to use like essential oils and stuff to kind of dull it. I'm like, oh, this is all right. I can, I can hang in. And it seemed to linger more and more each time, though, until a few days in, the pain started to come and not really go. And it was intensifying until I was in so much pain, I was like buckled over. And that excruciating pain would come almost like contractions, where it would start in my jaw, spread through my head, make my vision go blurry. And by the end of it, I, I didn't even know what was happening. Like I was delirious with pain. And soon the pain was so bad, my body couldn't seem to handle it anymore. The body keeps the score. I started having contractions, even though I knew my body wasn't ready for labor and I wasn't sleeping at all. And unfortunately, this fiasco, of course, happened between Christmas and New Year's, which meant no one was open. And even if they were, no one really wanted to touch me with a 10-foot pole because I was 38 weeks pregnant. They're all like, oh, just wait till after. I'm like, I will be dead by then. I was ready to pull the damn thing out with pliers after five days of agony. I looked as bad as you would imagine I looked and I was non-functioning. And finally, after begging a local dentist to open his doors on New Year's Eve day and offering to pay him cash, he graciously accepted and performed a successful root canal. And I had never been so grateful to hear a dentist's freaking drill than I was in that moment. And immediately afterwards, I could breathe again. The pain was gone 
And he he saved me from going into labor sooner than I should have and completely losing my mind. I was, I'll tell you this, this level of pain, I've done natural childbirth multiple times, this trumped it. And I didn't know that was possible. So that root canal was a gift as far as I was concerned. And they did scans afterwards to it confirmed that by any dentist standards, it was a perfect procedure. So why on earth was I getting this feeling or this message that it was a it was a problem? I wasn't having any more tooth pain. I was good. Nothing wrong in my mouth. So I went back to my journal because I tracked things along the way. And I wanted to cry seeing how defeated I was during that time with pain. Some entries were just as, and it was like, the writing was like going across the page and it was all scribbled and you could see tear drops on the page and it literally would just say, God, please make it stop. And I noticed something as I kept reading and reading and in the months that followed after having my baby that something had shifted. So I had had that root canal at 38 weeks and then had the baby, of course, at 41 freaking weeks. I mean, she was like, I'm not coming out. This lady's crazy. She witnessed my my lunacy during that pain period. So my third baby came a week late. So I, at first I was chalking things up to postpartum, but they lingered far beyond those first few months and seemed to intensify these symptoms that I described. And I was having those hives and the weakness and the muscle pain and the exhaustion and the brain fog and these memory issues. And it all started at the same time as the root canal. That was my trigger. But I still didn't understand I'd never heard anything about a dental procedure causing problems. As much as I've learned about holistic health and natural health and and functional medicine, I'd never heard a word about, I'd never studied the dental stuff. Uh, To me, that was so compartmentalized. It was like, you got a problem in your mouth, you fix it in your mouth. Well, fast forward to this past week, and I finally got some answers. My functional medicine doctor called with my blood test results that I'd gotten done a couple months ago, and I finally had my appointment with her. She told me, I have Hashimoto's disease, which is an autoimmune disease. I have insulin resistance, despite the fact that I don't eat sugar, and really high levels of Epstein-Barr. But my first two problems are so intensified and problematic that she said, we're not even going to focus on the Epstein-Barr stuff. And that last one didn't surprise me because I had a really bad case of mono in college. Um, And this was, you know, it, it stays in your body for a long time, but it can cause a lot of problems. And the last and most important piece of the puzzle, she said, was my tooth. Because when you work with a functional medicine doctor, they ask you a bajillion questions. Your appointments are like an hour to two hours. It's amazing. It's like my favorite thing in the world because they want the whole picture. They're not like, oh, what medications are you on and what are your immediate symptoms? Let's treat the symptoms. They want to know your lifestyle, the stressors in your life, how you're eating, what you're drinking, when, how you like every de- how you sleep what emotions you have. They want to know every detail because they understand that there are so many factors to health, not just tell me, oh, you have a headache? Here's some Tylenol. That's not finding out where it's coming from. And she brings up my tooth. So she had known I had this root canal. And when she saw these results and she knows my lifestyle and she knows how healthy I am or how healthy we live, she referred me to a biological dentist, which I had never heard of, who was going to assess the problem. And I knew they were going to see this tooth because I already had had scans done and it was by all standards going to be all good because I knew that the procedure had gone well. And it was. So the other day I went 
to this biological dentist and what biological dentists do, they don't do root canals and they understand how the mouth, dental health, your teeth directly correlate with so many other parts of the body, which of course is not taught and not heard. And so there's there's always more to learn. And I was learning. So I started studying dental health, root canals, the hundreds of thousands, even millions of people who have had illness directly caused by, not correlated with, caused by root canals. I was blown away. And how the hell did I not know this? There are 25 million root canals done a year in the United States. It's a super common procedure. And like so many things in the health space, like the corruption with our food industry and uh, prescriptive drugs and big pharma, things get buried because there's a lot of money to be made there. I found out that 98% of women, all women with breast cancer, have had a root canal on the same side of that body, of their body. Same side that the breast has cancer. Root canals, according to cardiologists, are the number one cause, again, not correlation, cause of heart attacks in men. A hundred percent, one hundred percent of all root canals or root canal teeth, when they're extracted and tested, contain dangerous, very dangerous toxins and bacteria that lead to illness in the body. Each tooth is connected to through these meridians in the body to a specific part of the body. And the tooth where I had the work done was directly connected to my thyroid, Hashimoto's, and my gut with all the, the digestive issues I've been having. And it was all starting to make sense. And then, oh boy, I watched the Root Cause documentary and I felt like I had a key to health that most people never have. It was, again, it was on Netflix in the beginning and got pulled off because dentists were pissed. They're like, we are going to lose business. This is one of our main income sources, our endodontists. So I went to this biological dentist, did two and a half hours of testing, and like we predicted, there was nothing, quote, wrong with the root canal, but you could see all the bacteria and infection that was happening in my mouth that a dentist wouldn't catch. And what happens is it's the only procedure in medicine where there's a dead tissue, dead part of the body that gets preserved and left in. And when that happens, decay and really dangerous things start to happen that lead to disease. If your uh, appendix dies, you get it taken out because that, that that dead tissue leaving that in the body is so dangerous. Like when you have a baby and you have the placenta, they have to make sure they get every little piece of that placenta out. Otherwise, the mom could die. They could have infections that could kill you. And it's very similar to what we see with like breast plant illness. It's a little different in that this is like a dead tissue. With breast plant illness, a lot of women are getting their breast plants removed, implants removed because, breast plants, breast implants removed because um, of all the toxins in that breast implant. And then the body and the immune system says, oh, hell no, we need to fight this. And it causes issues like autoimmune diseases and cancers and ALS and Parkinson's and you name it. It runs the gamut of how it is going to show up in your health. So I've been sending toothless memes and gifts to my friends and family and finding joy and gratitude in this, you know, new leg of my healing process. It's not linear. It's not quick. It's not cheap. It's not conventional. It's not mainstream. You're not going to hear about this from your regular doctors. And 
it's not happening because someone else is fixing me and I'm blindly following protocols. That's not how this works. It's happening because I'm studying and listening and testing and trying and sacrificing and seeking and taking guidance from the right people and advocating for myself and making really tough choices that are not mainstream. And it's not that all, you know, Western medicine is bad. I'm not saying that in any way, but I'm just saying there's so much more to it. And if you know me by now, you know that's my MO. I don't do things that are mainstream typically. I want to do things that are custom to me and my life and what I'm pursuing in my life and, and health. So that's part one of this healing journey of my health journey. And if you'd like to hear part two, I will go into more detail of what happens next. I've had that appointment with the biological dentist. We've come up with a plan with him. We also have a plan with my naturopath and my functional medicine doctors of healing is in terms of my thyroid and Hashimoto's and what some of those symptoms are that I'm facing and how we're going to quell that and unearth that and move in the right direction of that root cause. But so fascinating. And honestly, I love learning about this stuff. I wish I wasn't the test experiment. I'd prefer to learn about it in a book, but here we are and it's all Uh, in some way, a a great gift. So I will be sharing it along the way because it's so relevant to so many of the things that we're all facing, even though it might not be a health issue specifically. We all have our battles and I look forward to sharing more and some of the details in part two. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.